Hey everyone, welcome to the Second Timothy 2 and 22 podcast. I am so excited to be filming our very first episode. I'm so happy and I pray that from wherever you are listening, whether it be on YouTube, and I talk with my hands, so just for the ones who are watching on YouTube, I talk with my hands, so if y'all see all this, I'm trying to stop, but it's just such a habit, you know? Um, but for, from wherever you're listening, for whether it be on a podcast platform or YouTube, I pray that you like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it goes by. Um, so let's get into our first episode. So the verse of the episode is Second Timothy 2 and 22, which is our title. Um, it says, flee from the evil desires of youth, pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Um, this, um, scripture spoke measures to me when I first originally read it. It was to put on my, every month I do, um, I reset my board. So it says like the month, the important dates, and I have a scripture And this was one of the scriptures, and it really spoke message to me. And I believe that God led me to name this podcast 2 Timothy 2 and 22 because this scripture really and truly describes what I um, really prayed that this podcast would be um, a place for not only just um, all Christians, but in particular, young Christians, because it's hard being a young Christian, which I'm going to get into in a minute. but I want this to be a community place. So to flee from those evil desires and pursue those godly things with other people who are pursuing godly things, you know, because um, it's hard to find like Christian friends and all that. And I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. So the song of the episode is I Need You to Survive by Hezekiah Walker. As a kid, I, I think I explained in the other the trailer episode, I grew up in the church literally um I grew up around a lot of um, older folks. So a lot of songs like this, this isn't really necessarily old, but a lot of songs in this era and even before then, they really, I just love them. So I have a love for them. Um, But this is definitely one of my childhood favorites. I Need You to Survive by Hezekiah Walker. And I'm going to play that for you guys right now. I need you. I need you. Um, if you guys love that song, like that song, or are interested in listening to it, even for each um, episode, there will always be a... I forgot to do that. There will always be a, um, a link in the description or bio or whatever um, to the song of the episode. So, just so you guys know. So, I want to really and truly, I did, I think I did this on my TikTok before, um, but for real, for real, to all my Christian teens, not just Christian teens, but Christians in general, but like I said, I'm specifically targeting, like, my young, the younger Christians, to all of you guys, I am super proud of you, for real, for real, it's so hard, like I said, being a Christian teen, because you're dealing with the society that we live in, um, 
all the peer pressure from trying to, um, especially for my people who are people pleasers, um, it's hard trying to be a Christian teen. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, it's worth it. Oh, trust and believe it is worth it. Do you hear me? Um, I love it. I honestly, I say if someone was giving me a million bucks to leave Christ, I would never do it. I really wouldn't. I don't care how much you would pay me. Um, there's no amount worth my relationship with God. Um, so like I said, it's worth it. It really is. But, um, right now being a Christian is really not popular. Like it's really not, um, it's not easy, you know, um, like I said, cancel culture, all this other stuff, but for you to be able to see your relationship with God far beyond what the world thinks is really amazing. Um, cause like I said, it's not easy as a teen to really, um, not fall into peer pressure, like in some form of way, you get what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's, I'm so proud of you guys. Even if you feel like you're distant from God, even if you feel like you've fallen short, we all fallen short. Um, keep reading, keep pressing because I know what it's like to feel tired. Like God, when am I ever going to win? I know what it's like to feel hopeless. I know what it's like to feel like the whole world is just going crazy. Keep going. I just read a quote. It was like, the chapter is not the whole book. The chapter is not the whole book. You still have more book to get through. Keep going. Keep reading. Keep talking to God. Even if you feel like he's not there, he is there. Keep talking. Keep talking for real, for real. Um, but yeah, so like I said, being Christian teen is something that's very interesting. It's amazing, um, especially speaking from personal fear, um, personal experience, because a lot of people like, yes, we're still young. But a lot of us still go through a lot at an early age. Now, I've been through a lot. (laughs) Trust, um, I've been through a lot for real. Um, I was thinking about, a pastor was like, think about the last five years of your life. And, y'all, the last five years of my life, I has been crazy. Literally, um, it's been truly like, honestly, it don't even seem like five years. It seems like my whole life because <laughs> it's been crazy, but it's went by so fast, you know. So, like, in the last five years, um, we did, I did lose a, um, I did lose my mother to cancer. Um, me and my father got displaced by Hurricane Florence. Um, we literally been in, like, so many, like, four different houses in the last five years. Um... Man, what else? My dad got remarried, and so I got a whole bunch of other siblings who I love with my whole heart. Um, And I also got nieces and nephews. So literally, like, the jobs I've had, the friends I've had, literally, I'm about to be a senior. And this is my third school in five years. (laughs) It's been crazy thinking about COVID. I actually got COVID a couple weeks back. It was, it's been, it's been a ride. It really has, honestly. But I think about it all the time. I literally could not be standing here if it wasn't for the grace of God, if it wasn't for the love of God that he's shown me and given me. Because honestly, like I'm saying, I I literally cannot stand here if it wasn't for him. Because I really should have lost my mind a long time ago. Like, literally. But um, he's been with me for real, for real. But, um, even like, but as like a normal teen, 
there's like things you go through. But as a Christian, there's things that you go through. And then it's like, especially when you're starting to come into a Christian because you're starting to change your habits. So you have to change your habits. Letting go of friends. It's hard to let go of friends. I think a couple months ago, I had to let go of my friends. Um, It hurt. It hurt in my flesh. But for real, for real, my spirit felt relief. Um, so I was hurt. And to this day, I still love them to this day. Um, but it did hurt. So it's like, you got to let go of things. You're changing your habits, um, and developing new ones. And like I said, even when you lose your friends, you're looking for more Christian friends. And it's hard because literally all of the friends I've met through like social media and stuff like that, even my cousins, um, who are Christians live so far, like they live in like Virginia, Maryland, my literally my I call her my twin because we were born on the same day and she literally lives she used to live like real close like we spent most of our childhood together moved 4 hours away. That <laughs> that was the only local like real real like besides like a couple others that I really talked to. Um so yeah, but I talk about both sides of being a Christian because many times I feel like when I start describing how much I love my life with Christ, it sounds so good. And I just don't want people to believe that when you choose like Christ, that he's like a genie or he grants wishes, you know what I'm saying? It really requires work. It requires change, transformation, you know what I'm saying? Sacrifice. So I don't want anyone to like, I feel like... I don't want people to be misled into it. Like, oh, it's all like rainbows and sunshines because it's not. It's not. There are days I don't want to read my Bible. Not because I don't want to learn the word. Just because I don't feel like reading. I really don't. Like, I like to read. But there's some days I'm just mentally drained. I just like, I just don't feel like looking. Like, can I get the Bible on TV? Like, is there? <laughs> can I get the stories on TV? Because there's some days I just don't mentally feel like reading. But I know that the word is my medicine, which we'll get into in the um a couple episodes. But for real, for real, it's really, it's, there's ups and downs. But for real, for all, overall, it's something amazing. Like, I really, I and it hurts because... Um, I really want everyone to be a Christian. Like I had that superhero complex where I was like, okay, we can save everyone. Like everybody going to be saved. And I think they're going to be saved in 2.5 seconds. And it's not like that for real, for real. But, um, so that's the part that really hurt too. But it's not all rainbows and sunshine because you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to learn how to adapt to change because if you know me I can't stand change I can't like I remember the first time I switched from elementary school to middle school and literally I was like <laughs> I was having so much anxiety my dad was like what's your problem I was just like look I'm nervous I don't want to go to school like that and end up that's literally like the best that's like my favorite era so far like my middle school chapter was my favorite by far. Like, literally, the friends, the experiences I've had, it was crazy. I was nervous for no reason, literally. Um, but, yeah, I, like I said, it's not easy. But, to me, I think one of the most craziest things about my walk, like, my life as a Christian teen is the peace. Um 
even now, like, I'm transitioning to a new school. Like I just said, I'm trying to find a new job. And it's, like, so much going on, like, family stuff and, like, you know. And it's also, it's just, like, there's parts of my life that are so chaotic. But at the same time, it's just, like, I'm chilling because I know that God got me, you know. Sometimes I tend to forget, but there's always moments in me where I'm, like, crazy faith, you know, like, above me. I know that he did not bring me this far to leave me. So the peace, honestly, has been the most craziest thing to me and I love it at the same time also just to know that there's um a friend someone who I have relationship with um and it's not man it's God Jesus I love it I really do and honestly with the other the whole podcast is just about Christian like talking about things that we go through as Christian teens talking about struggles that we may um go through but we all struggle with different things. We struggle with drugs, drunkenness. And I say drunkenness because, well, for my younger, like the people who are under 21 listening, we can't drink. I don't know where you're listening from. You could be from a whole nother country. But in the United States of America, it says that we can't drink until we're 21. Personally, and I'm not saying this is like shame anybody doing it. I don't have no interest in drinking now or probably ever. Uh, <laughs> there is a story, but, um, we're going to get into that later. I don't know if I should tell it, but, um, it's the, the sin is for my people who are over 21, the sin is in being drunk, not drinking. Um, but also I said, it's also something that comes along with, um, what the Holy Spirit is telling you. So even though drinking is not a sin, the Holy Spirit can be telling you don't drink, you know? So that's really something you should pray about. Um, but we all struggle with like mental illnesses. Some people struggle with abuse, sexual immortality, and there's honestly so much more. And I don't like that many other people out who who aren't Christians who don't have relationship with Christ make it seem like the only way to have fun is to by doing some of those things. Like I don't have to be taking drugs or drinking to have fun. Personally, I'm not really the party type girl. I'm old ish. You know, I have an old spirit, so I, I'm just, you know, that's not like really and typically how I have fun. Um, but people love to say like, oh, you have to do this to have fun or Christian life is boring, but it's really not because God, God doesn't want you to not do those things. Because they're against him. Yes, they are against him and they're not good. But he also doesn't want us to do he also doesn't want us to do those things because they hurt us. Drugs hurt us. Over drinking too much hurts us. Even overeating. Another thing that we have to learn how to get out of hurts us. You get what I'm saying? So he's not doing these things just so he can like, oh yeah, I'm strict and I don't want you to do nothing. No. One, he doesn't like them. Parts of the reason why he doesn't like them is because they hurt us. You know what I'm saying? So, that's part of, like, what our scripture tells us, like, flee from evil desires. Like, all those evil desires, we got to get rid of those. And we all have, like, our own struggles. Like I said, we all have our own struggles. We have to learn how to get rid of those, which is why this podcast. And even other things I'll be putting, like, I'll talk about different sermons all the time. You may hear me um talk about... Um, 
Sarah Jakes Roberts or um, Pastor Mike a lot because that's I mostly listen to those two. I listen to um, other preachers as well. I'm gonna get to those later. See, I'm starting to trade off. Okay. Um, but like I said, as far as getting rid of those habits, it's always easier said than done. Um, it's going like I said, it's gonna require work change and better environments because it's not always good to like especially if you're a person that's a people pleaser or you're you're easily falling into peer pressure if you're trying to get out of drugs and you're surrounded by people who does drugs and wants you to do drugs it's not really a smart environment to live in you know so try to get out of that environment as quickly as possible um so how do i break the cycle of these terrible habits honestly it takes transparency and vulnerability prayer surrounding yourself with good counsel and proverbs is very heavy on that for real um reading the word and going to god for yourself so be transparent i'm transparent (laughs) be transparent and vulnerable with god he's a gentleman he's gonna wait for you to communicate yes there's like he intercedes as well um but honestly one of the ways i really try to include god like even if i'm mad or like especially at work we're gonna we're not gonna get to that even if i'm mad or like upset about something i try to like okay god i'm feeling this 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 i need you to come in you know what i'm saying like help me with this situation you get what i'm saying so instead of like acting in a worldly nature i always try to invite god no if i'm feeling anything that's ungodly i really try to like acknowledge how i'm feeling because i don't never want to just come pack that inside of me i'm just going to explode one day on somebody I want to acknowledge that I'm feeling like that and then try to um, be vulnerable and transparent with God. Like, I'm feeling like this. I need your help in this area. Um, If you come to God with the desires, no matter what the desire may be, you know what I'm saying? Surrender surrender the desires to him. He's going to help you. Okay? Um, this is not a popular one. It's a popular one because literally since a kid, if anybody was going through anything, the first thing they would say is pray about it, pray about it, pray about it, which is true. Prayer really does have so much power, but it's been used so much that people don't believe in the power of prayer no more. And honestly, prayer is a very powerful weapon. Um, there's really so much power in prayer and in the tongue, which is something else we'll get into another EP. Um, prayer is powerful. The first part of Matthew 7 and 7 says, ask and it shall be given to you. So just by simply asking God about something, he is going to grant you with it. So if you say, God, I'm struggling with this desire, please remove it from me or help me in this area. He's going to help you. You know what I'm saying? Be careful though, because um, <laughs> I decided one day, I was like, Especially during COVID um quarantine when I was helping my nephew tutor. Like I was tutoring my nephew. And I was asking God, I was like, God, please give me patience. Everybody was trying my patience the next day. I was like, I was just hoping that you could just give it to me, but it, apparently it don't work like that. <laughs> it don't work like that. Um, but no, for real, for real, there's so much power in prayer in the tongue, and that's something that you should use along with other methods as well. Um, surrounding yourself with good counsel. I've been reading Proverbs lately, 
And when I finish reading Proverbs, guess what? I'm going to read it again. And when I finish reading it again, guess what I'm going to do? Read it again. Because I love Proverbs. It's so full of wisdom and understanding and just so much things really like on how you should live. Like, honestly, like Proverbs is really helping me think more between Proverbs and then reading about Jesus's life. It's really helping me think more about like things I do. Like, so much so, like, I'm trying to think. If I was, okay, so I work at Subway. If I was in a rush, (laughs) I'd be low-key wanting to do this. So, I was making a meet. This ain't really a big deal, but I just feel like, I just get convicted over the littlest stuff. I was making a meatball sub, and I was going to put six meatballs up there. It goes eight meatballs on a sub. I was rushing because I'm trying to get all this stuff done. And I was just like, literally, as I was thinking about putting the six up there, I was like, man, Jesus wasn't cheating nobody out no meatballs. Like, I just can't do this. It it really was bothering me in my spirit, so I had to do it. Even though it was too little meatball, I don't like making meatball subs. So, I was just being, so it's just like little things, like the littlest things. I just think about, like, would Jesus do that? Like, it just starts coming to me quicker like that. Um... But Proverbs, honestly, I recommend 10 out of 10. But back to what I was saying, surrounding yourself with good counsel. Um, In our scripture of 2 Timothy 2 and 22, it says um, to pursue those godly things along with others who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So that's also telling you that you also need to um, have good relationship and have good counsel. Um, Having people who are able to tell you this this and this because it's hard to by yourself just judge like tell yourself like hey I need to work on this this and this it's best that you also have some um spiritual counselors um whether it be your older brother older sister your parents your pastor someone in the church that you trust it's good to surround yourself with good counsel because um Proverbs tells us that any other counsel besides counselors who are wise are foolish and we don't want that type of behavior going on okay um it also goes with being transparent and vulnerable because um when it comes to people i know this is something i'm still working on myself um when it comes to people you have to also learn how to be transparent and vulnerable to be able to open up to them as long as God is telling you that that is the person like this is a good person because trust me everybody ain't gonna be your friend um but to be wise in who you talk to and be transparent and vulnerable because they can't help you if you're not being transparent and vulnerable you get what I'm saying um you know who has a really good episode uh a good who talks about vulnerability I don't even think I said that right if you listen to the Just Different podcast, they did an episode. I love the episode. I mean, you watch it all the time. Um, the Just Different podcast, look up that and vulnerability next to it. And their episode is that episode is so good for real. Um, I definitely recommend that. I might link that in the description if I remember. Um, but yes, it is important that you have fellowship, godly relationships, um, and being vulnerable. Literally, I can list so many um, scriptures about being vulnerable and others about finding good counsel. So with fellowship, finding good counsel and being like open and vulnerable, those are like 
So they're repeated a lot through the Bible. And like I said, Proverbs talks about having um, good counsel all the time. So it's important that you surround yourself with good, wise friends and counsel. Okay. Read your word. I love the Bible. I really do. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Christian. I genuinely love the Bible. Like I said, it's never that I don't ever want to read the Bible because of the um, the stories. Honestly, I could probably sit down if I had a whole day and just read the Bible. Because I genuinely love the Bible that much. Literally, that book was written years and years ago years and years ago but it's still so relevant to this day and it's the only book that you can read and it reads you back because that book that it be checking me sometimes like if you don't know me I love sleep my co-worker was just talking about it I literally it's just I'm about to go to sleep after this because I, <laughs> I it's just so I just I don't know how to describe it and um, one of my problems was I didn't feel like I wasn't sleeping too much, but I felt like it was getting close. And I was reading Proverbs one day and it was like, how long are you going to stay in bed, you slacker? And I was just like, <sighs> I mean, you could have said it a little bit more nice, but okay. So I've been working on, you know, like learning how to not be in like, the bed as much it's just like every day I came home from work I was taking a nap and I just didn't think that was too like healthy like my bonus mom was like every day she come home from work she's in that bed and I'm just like them people be mentally exhausting me and I just gotta have some rest but anyway see I be talking too much read the word um the bible is a map of how you should live your life it contains words not only from God but it contains so much wisdom and keys on how to live your life um Honestly, it contains numerous stories and people you can relate, which is something else we'll get into in another episode. Um, but to be able to see that what I'm going through, I'm not the first person to go through it to um, see how God loves them and forgave them. And he will do the same for us as well. It's honestly so amazing. But many people pray um, for God to talk to them. And one of the ways he talks to them is through his word. For real, for real. Um, so you can't, God is trying to speak to you through his word and you ain't open the Bible. Like read the Bible. He's trying to tell you something. Um, don't let your Bible sit in the corner and collect dust. Don't do that. Read it every day. It's something that's very important for real, for real. Like if you really start, people who really start reading the Bible and then go days without reading their Bible, you're going to see a change. I promise you. I kid you not. I kid you not. Because them days I be for, I don't be reading. Man, it's just, it'd be terrible. But last and highly important, go to God for yourself. Honestly, go to God for yourself, get in his presence, allow him to pour into you. And one thing I've learned about being a Christian is the closer you get to God, your your appetite will change. The closer you get to God, your appetite will change. There was a lot of things, honestly, like when I was leaving my friends, I love my friends. Honestly, to this day, like I said, I love my friends. Um, But there were things... I noticed my spirit was unhappy when it was when I was around them. Um, I literally be drained, and I go home on the weekends and be away from them. And 
really be poured into and get his word and I'd be so happy but when I when I went around them it was so unhappy for my um spirit my appetite started to change the things that they found funny I didn't find funny no more you know what I'm saying the conversations they talked about I didn't want to talk about you know um so you start to hear differently you start to see differently you really start to change like I'll listen to um literally watch a movie i was listening to a song today because they was playing it in the um the store and <laughs> oh i think it was it was something and i was i literally had a whole biblical response i was like wait a second <laughs> not me turning into my granddad <laughs> it's like something my granddad would say for real um so honestly another story it was the other day i think you know it was a couple weeks ago my um me, my bonus mom, and her friend went to Chipotle. Um, if one thing I always talk about is, um, I think the hardest part about me transitioning from being to being like, uh, like really into God's word for real, for real, and living my life how I'm supposed to live my life in God was me letting go of rap music. I could let go of everything else, but that rap. I, J. Cole and Broadway really had a tight grip on me. Can I just say? I literally listened to them all day. My friends were sick and we listened to Broadway. <laughs> they was. So, um, my appetite started, my appetite started to change. Um, I wasn't hungry for that anymore. I became hungry for the word of God and to be, um, in his presence and chase after his heart. So, a couple weeks ago like I said I love rap and this sounded like any old rap song like it wasn't like it was bad talent wise but when I say it was bothering me I heard this song it was a rap song I don't know what it was his voice didn't sound familiar all I know is it bothered my spirit oh my goodness I was like please turn it off it was so terrible like I don't know what about it what was it about it but so your appetite starts to change when you get more in God's presence. When you continue to chase out His heart, you're starting to leave those worldly things behind. Your appetite will change. Um, for those who were, who listen to, who love rap and need help getting away from rap, I found some really great gospel rappers, like Christian rappers, like um, Caleb Gordon, Hovey. Mike Teasy Lecrae, so much more. My sister is actually a um, Christian rapper. Uh, Chat like CC. I'm gonna put her link in the description if I can remember it. Um, but I don't just look up Chat like CC anywhere. I really be blasting her music all up and down <laughs> my city. They sick of me. My city is so sick of me because I I would just ride up and down the city and just blast my gospel music it'd be cracking me up then people be speeding off when they <laughs> see me at the lights <laughs> they'll be rolling up their windows <laughs> i'm like y'all gonna get this word today for real um so when you pursue godly things your appetite's gonna change um so honestly flee from the evil desires of your youth pursue righteousness faith love and peace along with those who call on the lord out of a pure heart so in other words, leave the worldly things behind. One thing I've learned is 
I don't care if you are the richest person on earth. I don't care if you got the biggest house on earth. I don't care if you got the nicest car that just came out yesterday. I'm talking fresh off the lot. I don't care the amount of drugs you got. I don't care the amount of alcohol you drink. I don't care the amount of friends you got, followers. It don't matter. None of that stuff is going to make you happy. None of that stuff is going to fulfill you. How I learned this. I have a lot of things surrounding me right now. That made me excited when I thought about it. Like when I remember this iPad I have. I remember my dad first was like, I'm getting you this iPad. I was like, oh my goodness. And then I don't know if anybody else does this. But before I get any new device, like my iPad, my phone, I want to get Apple Watch, but I'm going to push it off because I really don't need it. It's just a want. I, um, I was excited to get it. Like I was like, itching you hear me i was itching i was bugging google every day like i was putting a little tracking number every hour like when's it coming when's it coming you know and it made me happy for about a couple weeks i love it don't get me wrong and i appreciate it to the utmost because my dad really didn't have to get it and i love my dad if you didn't know it's daddy's girl anyway so <laughs> um completely random but anyway so I love it. I appreciate it. I take care of my stuff very much so just to show my appreciation. But it made me happy for a minute. But now it's just like a normal thing in my life. You get what I'm saying? So money doesn't make you happy. Things doesn't make you happy. I don't care how much of it you buy. And a lot of people, especially like um, people who didn't grow up with all the money, people who live paycheck to paycheck, they'll be like, hmm, give me a million dollars and I'm sure going to be happy. You are for a little bit right but it's not gonna fulfill that hole that you got you know what i'm saying it's not gonna heal that heartbreak that you were dealing with it's not gonna fulfill the lack of um confidence that you have the lack of love that you have all those relationships that you've been in and out of that's been tearing pieces of you away you really have to find the love of god pursue god because he is truly the only one who can make you happy that joy that god gives <laughs> sweetheart it only comes from one person that is god i promise you that i promise you i don't care why do you think so many celebrities so many people kill themselves they do all this other extra stuff because the stuff that they're the money that they're getting the things that they're being bought it's not helping them be happy because they don't know god for themselves you get me i promise you that's the only way i kid you not um it really, one thing that's really changed my, um, changed my life spiritually is when I stopped looking at God as a religion. I don't like that word. And it's not that, it's just, I don't like that word. It's just, it's just something about it. I just don't like that word. I stopped viewing my relation, my life with God as a religion and looked at it more as a relationship. That's one thing that's definitely helped me. And leaving my evil desires. Um, and thinking like. When you're in a relationship with somebody. You won't do things that's going to hurt them. You know you're not ever really going to do anything that's going to hurt them. You're more going to be focused on. Like how can I make it better. You know what I'm saying. How can I keep it going. You know. Um, so that's one thing that's really helped me. Um, so I saw someone ask. Do you worship God out of. Uh love for him or do you worship him out of fear 
of going to hell. And honestly, I thought about it when you start really chasing after God's heart. Yes, the scariest words in the Bible are depart from me for I never knew you. That is something that's like terrifying. If I ever go, when that day comes, I don't ever want to hear duh, nothing. I want to hear well done. I want to hear duh. I don't even care if it's he about to say Delena. I don't want to hear none of that. I, the scary, if he say D, you talking about something scary, even for other people, like for real. But honestly, when you start getting closer to God, I never, like, it's never a thought anymore of, man, if I mess up, I'm going to hell. It's more like I just did something and God's disappointed in me, you know? Um, so when I start rev- seeing my relationship with God as religion instead of relationship, it really changed honestly my whole life for real. Um but like I said, leave the crazy things behind. It's not easy. Um but it's worth it. So I'm proud of all the young people who've dedicated their lives to Christ. Like I said, in the culture we live in and choosing kingdom over culture is really powerful within itself. Um in a time where peer pressure is heavy, there's cancel culture, being a Christian is not popular. Um, so to be able to look beyond what society sees you as and see that your relationship with God is more important than that is really amazing. Yes, you're going to mess up. You still have your human moments and you're young. Okay. Um, yes, you said discipline for, discipline for yourself. Discipline is something that's very important. Um, but don't be too, too hard on yourself. Um, don't run away from God when you mess up, which is something I used to tend to do a lot. Um, I was just like, so ashamed. Like I was like, God doesn't want to be around me right now. You know what I'm saying? I just did this, this, and this. God doesn't want to, he doesn't want anything with me right now, but that's the biggest lie because the devil wants you to be away from God. So that's nothing but the trick of the enemy. God wants to be around you. He loves you. Um, we just have to learn from our mistakes. Um, Try to get away from whatever causes to make those mistakes um, and keep going. Um, seek a healthy Christian community. That's something that's very important. And um, continue to chase after God's heart, honestly. Um, I think that's it. Should we go into prayer? Um Dear Lord God, thank you for allowing us to see another day, Lord God. Thank you for allowing us to make it to this point. Lord God, allow there, um, these people to find a good, healthy Christian community, Lord God, and myself as well. Um, allow people to be in relationship with other um, Christians, Lord God, that you send to them, Lord God. Give them discernment as well as for the people who do show up in their lives. Lord God, allow us to flee from those evil desires, Lord God, the things that are not like you, the things that um, are considered rebellion against you, Lord God, and pursue all the godly things, Lord God. It's not always easy, Lord God, but it's worth it because of who you are, Lord God. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are provider, Lord God. You are a friend, Lord God. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, Lord God. I honor you, God. I worship you, God, as the head of my life, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in our sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen.
Both the podcast socials and my socials are linked in the bio. If you guys have any questions, concerns, or want to talk, have any um, podcast episode ideas, my socials are open to talk. Um, I think, I don't know if my number's in there, but if you guys have to talk about anything, my DMs are open on Instagram. My TikTok is open. I don't think Snapchat's up there. My email is open. If you ain't got none of that, and if you just want to talk, I can talk. I literally have nothing else to do besides work on this podcast, work, and that's it. In school. So, all my stuff is open, even on my podcast. If you can't reach my um, socials, the podcast socials are open for me to talk to you as well. I love you guys, and I will see you in the next episode.